Hey guys, I don't just talk about games and make picks. I put my money where my mouth is. I bet with Odds Club. They have an easy to use site with all of the major sports to bet on. Their payment options are just as easy. Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, whatever you use, Odds Club has it. And it's so much easier than those offshore sites. You get paid on time, every time. Follow Odds Club on Twitter and send a DM. Tell them Clack or Michelle sent you and receive 20% in free play. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Terrible Takes Podcast. I'm your host, co-host, sorry, um, Michelle, and I'm here joined with Clack, obviously. And we have a few special guests on today to discuss the rankings that came out earlier. Um, Our first guest today is Vinny. Vinny, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are y'all doing? Good, good. So let's let's go and get into the game last night, Vinny. Um, your thoughts on the Bama Florida SEC Championship? Oh man, uh, it was stressful. <laughs> I was watching with my family because I'm uh, home from school right now. Yeah, very stressful game. Um, I don't think my family has ever seen me act like that during a college football game, so that was kind of fun. Oh, pain. Were you sober? Oh, not at all. Oh, okay, good. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, I thought that Alabama's offense played really well. I think Najee kind of put up a showing for the Heisman. What do you have? Five touchdowns, I think. Yes, five. Yeah. Wow. Um, what was it? Four through the air. Yeah, four four passing touchdowns, one rushing. Um, wow. Yeah, Very- I think. That was something different from him, which was cool to see. You know, Nachi's always really been a good uh, passing, a good receiving running back, but last night especially, um, that was really good. He carried the team. He did. He really did. Defense struggled. Um, You know, one thing about the defense, Vinny, I want to get your thoughts on this, but one thing on the defense, when you go back and look at the game, at least three of their touchdowns that come to mind – were touchdowns that in any other game that wouldn't happen. One, there was two fumbles that should have gone our way, and then on a deep ball, Patrick Sertain just misreads it, which is not something he does often. You know, take away those three fluke touchdowns, I think it's a blowout, but still, defense struggled. What were your thoughts on our defense last night? Um, really, I think it was a problem with discipline. You know, the Dylan uh, Moses was kind of hurting us with the pass interference. Uh, the offsides wasn't great either on the goal line. Mm. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it comes down to discipline, and I don't know if that's a Pete Golding thing or if that's just a player thing. But especially with Dylan Moses, I think um, it was said earlier in the season that he's spending so much time focusing on trying to train the younger guys that he's kind of slacking off on his own duties, and we kind of saw that last night. I agree. I thought this year would be like one of the most epic years we'd ever see from Dylan Moses coming back from that injury. And I mean, I'm I'm not going to say he's not good because he's still going to be good, but I think my expectations were just a lot higher and I'm slightly disappointed. Is that a hot take? I don't know. I agree. I think one thing that's, I agree and I disagree. Here's the thing. Dylan Moses, it's like when he has to cover somebody, Especially on wheel routes, it, that's where he struggles. You know, there was multiple wheel routes last night where he was struggled, and that's going to hurt us against a team like Clemson. Vinny, like, what are, what are your thoughts on Dylan Moses this year? 
Well, I mean, it's like I said, I think that I, I agree with Michelle where I think we all thought he was going to have kind of a show off season. Um, and he just hasn't really produced like everyone thought he would. And I think probably a lot of it is mental. That's true. I agree. So, uh, going off the Bama game, what's your thoughts on the college of the top four today? What about Notre Dame still being number four? Oh, yeah. it's ridiculous. Notre Dame, Notre Dame should not be number four. Agreed. They got exposed a lot, uh, yesterday. I think if it had been closer, maybe I would have kept them in the top four. But, I mean, that was like a complete and utter blowout. I, I just I – Yeah, if it, if it was a closer game, I could understand it. But it wasn't. We saw Clemson with all their starters, which they didn't have when they first met with Notre Dame. True. And Notre Dame couldn't keep up. You know, people are saying they just had an off night, but – I feel like every time they play in a big game, they have an off night. (laughs) So who is your fourth team in then? My fourth team is Texas A&M. Okay. I agree. I really agree. I I would not have mind seeing Cincinnati get in. It would be cool to see Cincinnati in. I don't see – I don't think Ohio State should have been in. Ooh. Oh, no, not at all. What? I mean, I no. get that they only played six games, but are you really going to tell me that? Oh, okay, so let's take Ohio State out. You put in A and M. Who else are you putting in? Oklahoma. Yeah, probably. Or what? Cincinnati. Do you really think Cincinnati could compete with Alabama and Clemson? No, but I don't think Notre Dame can. Oh, that's true. Fair I point. Think, Fair point. I think Cincinnati. Here's my thing. I think, and this is, I think Florida. Three loss Florida, I get it. Florida beats Ohio State nine times out of ten. Oh, and Florida absolutely. definitely beats Notre Dame. I definitely think Florida would beat Notre Dame. I think Cincinnati beats Notre Dame, gives Ohio State a close game. And I think Florida beats – I think I said this, but I think Florida beats Ohio – yeah, I said that. Um, Like, I don't think this is the best four teams. I think – I mean, this is not the best four teams. It's not even close. Notre Dame's not one of the best four teams. We don't know nothing about Ohio State because they've only played six games. I mean. Yeah, I think, uh, wasn't it um, Alex who said it earlier on Twitter? He said it's possible for Notre Dame to, or not Notre Dame, for Ohio State to be one of the best four teams in the country, but also not deserve to be in the playoffs. And I think that that's pretty much what we're seeing. So do you think, what what did the committee value then more this year? Because, you know, they, they always claim they value conference championships, they value strength of schedule. And then, especially last night, everybody was talking about the eye test when it came to Ohio State and stuff. What they, uh, was most important to them? They put conference championships over everything this year. Yeah. Ugh, that's just a bummer. And, you know, it, that's ridiculous because – the Big Ten, the Big Ten, has been constantly changing their rules <laughs> just for Ohio State to be in the playoffs. Yeah, and I heard today that they just changed their COVID protocol from twenty-one to seventeen. Like yep, the Big Ten, like what's up with the Big Ten? It's like all about Ohio State. Like it's to me, you know, I'm gonna sound a little Bama biased here, but it's like every, it's all about beating Bama. Like we'll do everything, we'll bend the rules to beat Bama, or we'll, I mean. I mean, 
I'd like to see a team like Indiana, something like that, something that's it, it's different. You know, every year, like we're well, we're gonna beat Notre Dame by at least twenty points, probably. Yeah, right. I think that's fair. The spread set at seventeen, but we'll pro- we'll probably cover. And next year, we're gonna see Notre Dame in the four spot again. Oh, are we though? Yeah, it's gonna be gone. Are we though? I guess it depends, but the bias is very big for Notre Dame. They bring in a lot of money. Oh, it's bigger for Ohio State, though, I believe. Yeah, no, it is. For both well, of here's them. Well, the here's the thing, and I think this is one thing that I did, this thought just really hit me this morning. They're, the committee changes every so many years, and I think it just depends on your committee, your specific committee. You know, I think the last committee, the one that put us in over Ohio State, was kind of not an Ohio State bias committee, but this committee is like, you know, Ohio State does nothing and they get in. So I think it goes by what, who your committee is at this point. I mean, each playoff committee is different. Yeah, it does depend a lot on the committee. And that's why it's, you know, it's always a matter of opinion. Right. They can say there's so, there's so many metrics to decide which teams should be in. But when it comes down to it, it's a matter of opinion. And that's part of why Ohio State's in right now. So, getting into the next one, let's uh, quickly make some uh, picks for the for the uh, playoffs. Bama Notre Dame, obviously, this one we know he got in this one. So, quickly, your thoughts on Bama Notre Dame? Um, I mean, I think it'll probably be. I'm not going to say a shootout, but I think our defense is going to struggle early. Stop being a book. Um, offense is probably just going to roll, but defense will need to make some adjust- adjustments. Agreed. What's your score? I think earlier when I was more angry about Notre Dame being in the playoffs, <laughs> I said uh, 67 to 14, but I'm realizing that's a little ridiculous. Just a little bit. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see Bama score in the 40s. So maybe I'd say like 42 17, 42 20. Okay, I'll take that. All right. Uh, Ohio State, Clemson, y'all's thoughts? You I know, mean, definitely. Yeah, go ahead. It's tough. I think it'll be a competitive game. I agree. Honestly. Um, I'm going to want to make my prediction in this one. Michelle, you ready to make yours in this one? Do you want to wait? For what? Ohio State, Clemson. Oh, Clemson. Ohio um, State. Really? No. A close one. Ohio, Get out. Ohio State's beating Clemson. No. It's happening. Why? Why do you think that? <laughs> I just think it happens. I think Ohio State got screwed last year. Was close. They could have been there last year. I think they get their revenge on Clemson. Ohio State in a close one. And this is why we're called... To, no, 31 is, to 24. No. It's happening. No. This is Ohio, why we're called terrible takes. Ohio, that is a terrible Ohio take. State, Ohio State is beating Clemson. So, Vinny, I hear you've been trying to get Twitter famous. How is that going? Oh, it's going. I, you know, every once in a while, get a couple followers here and there. If you don't follow Vinny on Twitter, what are you doing? I mean, Vinny's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Well, Vinny, we appreciate you joining us. Um, yeah, it was any fun final being fo- here. Any final um, thoughts? I want to see Ohio State win. I really do because I think we would destroy them. Oh, good take. I, I, I would like to see that. I want revenge on them. 
Um, they're one of only two teams that we, other than Clemson, I think that I can think of that we have a losing streak against, other than Utah. I want revenge on Ohio State. Bring them on. Bring and them on. I don't want to play Clemson because I don't want to hear any Trevor Lawrence Heisman talk. Oh, oh I agree. Because last night after the Clemson game, I had the TV muted because I was eating dinner with my family, and I saw Debo talking after the game, and I said to my mom, I bet he's saying something really stupid right now. <laughs> and then they replayed his speech, and he was talking about, if you don't give the Heisman to Trevor Lawrence, what are you doing? I was like, well, I told you, he's saying something really stupid. Yeah, Pete yeah. Dabo. Am I right? Pete Dabo. <laughs> well, Vinny, thanks for joining us, and yeah, thanks for having more me thoughts. on. No, oh, I think enjoy it, Vinny. Appreciate it. Bye. Okay, so now we bring it. We're going to bring in Karina. Um, you probably know her on Twitter at well, I don't know what her Twitter name is. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, let's go and jump into this. We're all Saints fans here. Let's jump into the Saints game. Karina, your thoughts on the Saints? Um, I think my primary concern is actually the offense. Um, I feel like we need to address some of the needs on offense, especially at receiver with Michael Thomas out. There's nothing. I mean, I know there's injuries, but they're not, there's nothing. They're not capitalizing on any of these opportunities. I mean, why you got Taysom Hill out there at receiver trying to draw defensive pass interference is a nightmare trying to beat the chiefs. So that needs to be addressed. I thought the offensive line was bad. I don't know. It just hasn't been great this year. Um, defensively, I thought they did enough to win. I mean, it's not like Casey had hundreds and hundreds of yards. They only had 244, I think, with is what Patrick Mahomes finished with, which is low for him. Um, and with Cam Jordan, I mean, they were getting held all night. I thought the officiating did not help matters. Yeah, I feel like the offense was was not very good. Like, you know, I love Drew Brees. Um, I've he I've been a fan of his for years, but I'm sorry, it's it's, it's time. I think yeah, up. I think it's time. With Sean Payton's offensive mind, we we need a good quarterback in the draft, and you know I, we need a Mac Jones, somebody like Mac Jones in the draft to get a quarterback like Mac Jones. What are your thoughts on Drew Brees and the offense going forward? Um. Well, yeah, I think there's a lot of needs that need to be met but the good part about it is that free agency is coming and the saints have a little bit of cap room and mm-hmm. you know you, there are quarterbacks out there Dak prescott is one you could go the carson wentz route if you really wanted to especially if you don't think you're going to get a quarterback in the draft someone like justin fields might want to come back another year i think he actually does need another year Agreed. and someone like mac jones hey he might come back for another year that he was- had a really good year this year but there's no guarantee he's even leaving right um, I'm going to ask you something Michelle asked me on the podcast a few weeks ago. I think she forgot about this. So give me one just out of the completely – it's never going to happen, the one quarterback that you would take for the Saints, even though it's probably not going to happen. And also give me one quarterback that you, we, you think we could realistically get. I said uh, out of the way out of the blue never happened. I said Russell Wilson. Realistically, Dak Prescott – uh, what are your thoughts on some quarterbacks we could get and when you would like to get, you know, is there's no possible way? Well, Patrick Mahomes would be my choice. I mean, yeah. obviously no way, but the dude is just different. Right. But, I mean, realistically, I like Dak Prescott. I think he's a good fit. I don't know if he wants out of Dallas. I don't know if they're willing to pay him or not. 
But I think he would do really well with Sean Payton. And I don't think that either Taysom or Jameis is the answer. I think they both need to go. Agreed. Honestly. Agreed. I agree. Um, so, and quickly talk about your boy Jalen Hurts. What are your thoughts on his, you know, he's had two and a half games under his sleeve now. What are your thoughts on how he's been with the Eagles? Well, I have to say that I'm not surprised. I'm, it's weird to me how everyone's just kind of figuring him out, but he's one of those guys that makes the most of the talent around him, and there's just not a lot there. So I'm very, very impressed, especially tonight, to go toe-to-toe with Kyler Murray for four, qu- for four quarters, who has two Hall of Fame receivers on his roster to throw to, and he's Jalen's got Alshon Jeffries, who has like four catches in the entire year, and what? Travis Fulgham, who is – out of Old Dominion, which I didn't know was a school until like three weeks ago. <laughs> so were, were you conflicted at all today with two of your favorites, with Kyler and Jalen? Were you conflicted at all? No, not really. It's I want to see them both play well. They both did play well. So, they did. so I mean, 400 yards for each of them, it's all you can ask for. So jumping into the college football playoff, I'm, I'm sure you're disappointed your Sooners didn't make it. Um, but your thoughts on the top four reveal today and what's going to happen going forward? Um, I think it's just extremely, extremely predictable at this point. It's just always going to be this. It's always going to be a team out of the SEC. It's always going to be the SEC championship. Usually Alabama, maybe LSU or someone else one year, and then Clemson. And they threw Notre Dame in this year because it's a big name. It's all about money, in my opinion. They don't think that a team like Cincinnati or Coastal is going to sell tickets or get viewers since there is no tickets this year. So they're going to go with Notre Dame no matter how many times they get blown out. Do you it's think just, that was the right choice, keeping Notre Dame in the top four after last night? Um. Well, I mean, if they're going by quality wins, they did beat Clemson. So it's a split. It's 50-50 whether they had Trevor Lawrence or not in that first game. I, I see why they put them there. Do I think they're going to win? No. But I have a bigger problem with Ohio State being there than I have to with Notre Dame being there. Mm. I agree. Like, I just don't think a team that plays six games should be in there. I agree. And part of it, me understands that you don't want to punish the kids at Ohio State for their own conferences and competence and not wanting to start the season until halfway through October. That's not the kids at Ohio State's fault. It's not their fault that half the teams they played had COVID. Like, there's nothing you can do about that, and you don't want to punish Justin Fields. But at the same time, you're punishing other programs who gave everything for 12 weeks or 10 weeks and don't get an opportunity because they had to put an undefeated Ohio State in there. I agree. So, um the game your thoughts on Bama Notre Dame I think this one's an easy one but what are your thoughts um I think that this is a great opportunity for Alabama to tune up their defense that's Mm -hmm. how I view this is what this game is is it's going to be a blowout we all know that but Alabama needs to come to play defensively especially in the secondary because Ian Book can really throw the ball and you might find that this game is closer than you think you don't want to write it off completely because that's how you get beat. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Nick Saban's the type to do that, obviously, but all of us as football fans can't hit the snooze button on this one just yet. And it's great to see if Clemson does win, you know, they're going to have to play well defensively. Well, one thing that um, this just came to mind, you know, the first year of the playoff when we played Ohio State, 
Nobody said that was going to be an easy win. They were on their third string quarterback. And we all know what happened that year. So we, we can't go into that mindset. Um, so, yeah, like, um, you know, we, we can't go in with a mindset of, you know, it wasn't 2014. But, um, yeah, I, I think if we can go in and play our game, we'll be fine. But, you know, just always got to respect your opponent. So, Clemson, Ohio State, your thoughts on that one? Um, I would take Clemson big, honestly. I don't think Justin Fields is ready for this stage, especially with such an inconsistent season. I think that what I see from him is, especially when someone brings pressure, which Brent Venables will bring pressure on him, that he panics. And that I don't know if he's going to be able to complete the – complete passes enough to beat or score with Clemson. I don't know. I just see this game being like a 14-point differential. Interesting. I, I, I said when we were talking to Vinny, I said, uh, and, and I stand by this, and Michelle's going to give me a hell about this. I'm taking Ohio State. I'm going with the Buckeyes. Yeah, he has a terrible take. No, I'm going with the Buckeyes. And Ohio State's winning this game. But why? Like, what do you see in ETN and Trevor <laughs> Lawrence that you don't think is going to be able it's to? It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. Do you think their defense can really keep up with I don't Clemson? think either defense can do anything. So then it's going to come down to the offense. And I, you think yeah, you're taking Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence? I'm Justin Fields. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, Ohio State's winning the game. So what, you want you want Fields to win the freaking Heisman no, then? No. He was my original Heisman prediction. I sure say Ohio State is winning this game. I'm telling y'all. No. The only way I could see that happening is if Trey Sermon plays off the charts, the transfer from Oklahoma last year. That kid is a beast. If he makes he trouble for Trevor Lawrence and ETN, the problem is that he's one person. You right. Know, everybody has to match that energy. And I, th- I think they can. It's not like they can't and it's there's no matchup whatsoever and what are they doing there. But I just think it's a little bit of a long shot. I, I, I agree, but at the same time, I think – Brent Venables is not what as good as he used to be. And I think he's not going to be able to stop Justin Fields enough. I think it's going to be a shootout. But I'm, I'm going with Ohio State, and I, I stand by it. Ohio State's going to be in the national championship. They almost lost to Northwestern. They're not They're not containing Trevor Lawrence, is all I have to say. I mean, the offense is good, yes, but the defense is not. And defenses win championships. So, last question. If what y'all say is true, we'll we'll go by what y'all y'all pick. Bama Clemson can Bama's defense stop Clemson winning? I don't know. Uh, I worry about that secondary a I, lot. I, I mean, they've played well in some games, like the LSU game. Look at LSU, how LSU finished out the year. Like they can really, they can still move the ball. It's not. Joe Burrow and his five elite receivers out there anymore, but they can still move the football, and Alabama really minimized how much they were able to do that, so you know, if the defense comes to play, they'll win, but I don't know. I don't feel great about it. I don't feel good about it either. It's either going to be close, or Clemson will pull away. Again, I just really hope it's not a blowout again. I do not want another 40-whatever to 16 game. I I don't think I think the offense can hang, but I just – I don't know, but this defense is just like – what got into the guys like Malachi Moore and Patrick Sertain last night? I mean, 
it, we were not what happened and I, i'm afraid that I mean, trevor lawrence and kyle is as good as kyle trask so i think it's gonna be a very tough challenge you know what though what trevor doesn't have is he doesn't have kyle pitts very good point point. and very kyle point. pitts is a matchup nightmare because of he his is. size and he is yeah, they have Braden Galloway and at tight end and whatever, but I mean, and he can be a size mismatch, but he's not as physical as Kyle Pitts is. And I, agree. I don't know. I'm also I have a little bit of concern with Mac. I don't know what y'all thought last night, but he would have he's going to have to play pretty much a perfect game. But lucky for him, he does have quite a bit of talent. So if he isn't playing as well as he maybe needs to, they can rely on someone like Najee, Najee Harris. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. You know. I. Uh, you know, one, you know, this is a, a Bama Twitter debate every game we play. Your thoughts on Pete Golding? I feel like last night was not a lot of it on him. He did have some bad play calls that gave them some big plays. But what are your thoughts on Pete Golding and our, the, him as defensive coordinator? Well, I think that what Pete Golding is experiencing, everybody is experiencing in this conference simultaneously, is that now that people are running the spread, teams are running the spread, the balls, the receivers are split out and the field is blown open so that the quarterback can go through these reads very quickly and see what's out on the field. It exposes all the holes in the defense and it takes time to recruit the players to adjust to that. What you see in the big 12, which is, Oh, the big 12 doesn't play defense, but then they kind of adjusted and it goes up and down. That's kind of what the SEC is going through right now. And Alabama is not any different in that. It's not that there's a coaching deficit or a talent deficit. It's just that it takes time to, bringing the right players to counteract an offense. You know, you're not running the ball 45 times a game anymore, so you don't need, you know, six 300-pound men up front. It doesn't work anymore. You need fast guys. You need faster linebackers, things like that. And it's going to take time for Alabama to make those adjustments. I agree. So, in closing, uh, quickly, let's talk NFL playoffs. Um, can the Saints uh, – can they make the Super Bowl? I'm going to want to make my Super Bowl prediction right now. Bills are winning the Super Bowl. Nobody's changing my mind, but your thoughts, Karina? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's a bold take. Um, it is. As far as the Saints are concerned, no, I don't think they have the personnel to make a Super Bowl this year. I mean, they can play really well, especially on defense, can create havoc for teams, but they just don't have enough offensively. Um, in the receiving core, especially with all the injuries, and it's so inconsistent. Jared Cook, inconsistent. You know, I it, I don't think they can put enough of a run together to go through someone like Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, that's and for a Super Bowl pick, I think the Chiefs repeat, or the Seahawks is my other pick. Oh, very nice. Oh, Seahawks, that's a bold one. That is I like Russell one. Wilson. I agree. Well, all right. We'll see. Well, Karina, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We enjoyed it. Thank you. Give me like two days. Do you know him on Twitter as Jack, not Jackson, or his Twitter name, or his handle, JackWilliam50? It's Jack Hutchins. Jack, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Clark. How about you? I'm doing great. So, um, yeah, we've had some great guests tonight, and now we got you, so let's keep, let's get, let's Keep this going. Um, That's right. so, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you, pal. Um, so let's get into your thoughts on we'll go into the game last night. Bama, Florida, Slugfest, SEC Championship. 
it was a long game, and my heart, like, I think I aged 30 years, Jack. How, what are your thoughts? Same here, man. You know, I, I had a I had a feeling that Florida was really going to hang in with us pretty much the whole time just because of, you know, their offense is just so explosive with Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts. But I was not expecting it to be a one-score game at the very end, you know, coming down to a final possession. Luckily, Christian Harris made that final sack towards the – towards the, uh, like, I think around the eight-yard line to seal it up. And that's when I finally could breathe. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, did you did you feel like your thoughts on, you know, defense struggled, but at the same time, like I talked about earlier, you know, I, the defense struggled, but at the same time, they, there was two fumbles that were not called that we should have had the ball. Was exactly, clear. exactly. There was a play where Patrick Sertain, 99% of the time, makes the pick. He misreads it by a second. Of course, it's a touchdown. You know, you take away those things that hardly ever happen. That game could probably be a blowout. And we gave up a third and 17 where they later scored. You know, you take away just a few little mishaps. It's not a close game. But what were your thoughts on the defense last night and how that, how we let them back in the game during the second half? You know, you're exactly right about um, defensive struggles being kind of just like pick and choose. Like you were right about Patrick Sertan. Yeah, I don't know if the ball just got caught in the lights up there in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, yeah. but it just seemed like he just whiffed on it. Mm-hmm. Now, I tell you who I thought had a great game was Will Anderson coming yeah. off of oh, that yes. edge. I think, he, I think he had two or three sacks, and they were in crucial moments. Now, he, he just dominated on the defensive line, seemed like all night, and he was stopping. Of course, Florida's run game was almost non-existent, but whenever they did try to sneak in a run, it seemed like him and Christian Barmore were just bottling it up. But – you know, Malachi Moore getting beat deep in the first quarter, which that, that scares absolutely me. never happens. You know, he hadn't gave up a touchdown since he started playing Alabama football. He's a true freshman. You know, just just unexpected plays that just kind of kept Florida in the game the whole time, just peeking away the whole time. There were two things that really worried me, and it was, one, you know, giving up Malachi giving up the deep balls. But another thing is, you know, it's like there were so many times you could predict. Like, I could sit there and say, especially on the goal line situations, I could sit there and predict. I think all of us could. Okay, Kyle Trask is going to run the ball. But it's like, yes. what was Pete Golding doing? Like, we all knew, our us TV coaches knew mm-hmm. they were going to run the ball, but Pete Golding was not prepared. And I, 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 I'm not blaming last night on Pete Golding. Uh, Reagan Starner is rubbing off on me. I'm becoming a huge – I'm becoming pro Pete Golding here. Like, but at the same time, like – what do you think about, like, especially going against a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence? We've got play defensive play calling's got to be better. We can't let, especially a quarterback, beat us. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, so with Pete Golding, what I was really disappointed with last night, and I think a couple people on Twitter talked about it as well, but it seemed like anytime we had success, like, um, of limiting their like downfield strikes when it was on third down. They had a couple third downs. It was like third and nine where they just completed it. Even Nick Saban talked about that in his interview after. But it seemed like when we had success was when we rushed four. Like if we rushed three and dropped eight back, even when they were five wide, they were just picking us apart, you know? Yeah. So I just feel like I feel like Pete Golding might have been trying to save that for the playoff. Now he shouldn't have been overlooking Florida, of course. But Florida. You can't, yeah, you can't overlook Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts and the weapons they have out there. But um, yeah, that's that's what I feel like will be our success defensive defensive wise when it comes to playoff against Notre Dame. Now Notre Dame kind of spooks me a little bit just because Ian Book is 
really good at scrambling, and he's just overall a great quarterback. But I have a feeling that they're just their weapons aren't to what Florida's was, and I have I, I think we'll be able to I think we'll be able to limit them well. But once we get to Clemson, because I think Clemson Ohio State should be a route of Clemson winning that pretty easily. Um, I don't know. I think, like I said, I think rushing four will be the key. If we don't rush four and we try to really drop eight back, Trevor Lawrence, who I think is the best quarterback in college football, really will pick us apart, just like Kyle Trask did. Interesting. So, um, was this something we talked about earlier on the show? Dylan Moses, I feel like Dylan Moses has been good this year, but he hasn't been great. He hasn't been what we expected, especially when you get him in pass coverage. Especially mm-hmm. on wheel routes, I don't know what it does. I don't know what it is with our defense and wheel routes, but it's like the whole defense's brain goes blank when it comes to wheel routes. It's, I don't exactly know what right. it is. Exactly right. We got Dylan Moses running wheel route, and you've got he's twenty yards away from whoever's catching the ball. What is you feel? Like, what are your thoughts on Dylan Moses? And I, you know, you have to cut the guy some slack. He's coming off a really tough injury. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you've got – our middle linebackers have got to be faster. We, we've got to cover wheel routes better, especially against Clemson. For sure. Travis Etienne going out on a wheel route scares me very much because he is very explosive with the ball in hand. But what I feel about Dylan Moses is it, it's almost like they, they – especially at the goal line, wherever he was standing, Kyle Trask was running to. I feel like he's, he's – after that injury – He's just not the player he was, and he's lost a lot of money in his draft stock this year, and I really hope that come playoff time he can he can prove to us again that he is that elite linebacker that we remember. But like like you said, off pass coverage, he's been subpar all year, and the wheel routes, and I just hope he can really step it up once we start playing against tougher run games. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, so- – Going into the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about let's, the let's... reveal show. And let me – I have not stated this. I'm going to state this right now. I'm on a – I feel like I'm on a sugar high all of a sudden. I'm on a truly high. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding my rants back. Sorry, Jack. You're going to get all the rants. Go um, for it, Clark. <laughs> so, first of all, let me point out, ESPN's show this morning sucked. Like, I'm literally sitting there waiting like 45 minutes to hear who the fourth team is. That, that Anyway – your thoughts on the top four, and I mean, obviously there was for top two, everybody all agree with. Ohio mm-hmm. State Notre Dame very controversial. Let's hear your thoughts. So, of course, being SEC fan, I want to see Texas A&M at four, and this is a couple of reasons why I don't think Ohio State deserves a playoff spot. First of all, of course, the big thing is they only played six games. They're six and zero. Oh. Big Ten had to change their rules to allow them into their conference title. You know, they put the hand, they put their conference championship in the hands of their biggest rival, Michigan, and then the Big Ten was like, oh, we'll give you a pass and we'll let you in with five. And then they barely sneak a win against a, a good Northwestern team, but nothing compared to, you know, the Notre Dames and the, and the, um, the Floridas that played in other conference championships. And Justin Fields went. 12 for 27, I think, with yeah. two interceptions, which is just terrible, you know. And he has, he's, had, he's had a good year, but, you know, like I said, with six games that allows your team to stay healthy all year, they've also had three bye weeks, which is just yeah. insane to me to be able to, like, why were those weeks not filled in with other games? 
if yeah. they knew that if they knew that six games was going to be a problem, why didn't the Big Ten step it up and allow them to schedule more games? Because I think ninety seven percent of SEC games were played on time. Yes, and especially yeah. the big teams. Yeah, exactly. They got them in. Besides this weekend, like it was kind of odd having regular season games going on, like the Texas A and M Tennessee game, while the SEC championship was the same day. But SEC did so good at um, they did like limiting COVID around teams yeah, and SEC trying to get the team was the prime example. Yep, yep. So, and also with Ohio State, they only beat a four and five Penn State by one touchdown. Remember that. Yeah, let's let's go into that real quick because Clack has told everybody else this so far, and I just love the reactions that we're getting. Um, so obviously, Bama fans, we've all got Bama over Notre Dame. Most of us have Clemson over Ohio State, but Clacky here is really picking Ohio picking, State I'm over so, Clemson. Oh, no, y'all call me. Y'all are gonna go back and look on this and be like, "Oh, Clack was right." No, Ohio State. I have it. Really I have it closer than some people have it. I have it thirty-one twenty-one. Oh, okay. That's, Ohio yeah. State's beating yeah. Clemson. I don't I'm see sorry. it. I don't see it, Clack. Do you realize we're putting Justin Fields and Ryan Day and Trey Sermon? We're putting them as underdogs. That I yes. mean, against Dabo and Trevor yes. and ETN. Trevor Lawrence. Yes, and we, Trevor are. ETN, we are. They are an underdog. They can be underdogs. They can be 27-point underdogs for all for whatever. They're beating Ohio State. I'm telling y'all. You, they're beating Ohio State. You mean you mean Ohio State's beating Clemson? Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, oh, Ohio State is beating Clemson. I mean, you can't even was... say that with a straight face. <laughs> I'm serious. Ohio State's I mean, beating Clemson. I'm sorry. I don't I mean, want talent them wise, to. Talent-wise, it, it, it won't surprise me because both of those programs just reload with five stars and four stars, like, just like Alabama does. Right. Just, just Brett Venables and Dabo and Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, I don't see it. I really do but not see it. But everybody is so bent on Brett Venables this. But I'm sorry. Brent Venables is not what he used to be. Oh, offensive, okay, and in his defense, all their offenses in college football in a whole are much better. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Look at the game Trey Sermon had yesterday. Justin Fields, this is a revenge game for Ohio State. This is a revenge game for them last year. They look at how that game ended last I, year. I agree with that. I agree Justin with that. Fields is getting revenge. Mark it down, take it to the bank. They're getting revenge. And then everybody's going to hear what's going to happen is, and. It, <laughs> They're going to get revenge, and everybody's going to be like, okay, that's when we put Ohio State in the playoffs. They're getting revenge on Clemson. They're beating Clemson. I'll get into – I don't know what's going to happen Bama and Ohio State. I'll have to say the first games, the the semifinals, to, to make that pred- prediction. But okay, okay, so, here's my thing. If Clemson yeah. does win, I'm going to say it like it is. This could change. We're not beating Clemson in the national championship. Clemson is a tougher night matchup nightmare for us than Ohio State. You think Ohio State can beat Clemson, but we can't? This is college football. This is 2020, Michelle. I think we have – Ohio State is a better matchup for us. Clemson is a logistical nightmare matchup I agree. For us. I do not think we can beat Clemson. I do not – I think we can enough. beat Clemson. I would, sure I would much rather – can can be be. If we cannot but, beat Clemson, Ohio State cannot beat Clemson. I would much rather play. I would much rather play Ohio State in 
the national championship game. But I just I think I think Alabama could beat Clemson as well. Now defensively, we we would of course have to step it up against the talent that they have. But I don't I don't see any of their offensive weapons besides Travis Etienne having a good night against us. I really don't. They're not keeping up with Devontae and, Smith and John Mulkey and as well. our our offense that we run. I think it'll be a it'll, it be, a, be? it'll be a race to forty five if it's Alabama Clemson. I think that's what it is. I mean, Ohio yeah, State, I, so. I get that they've only played six games next year as hell don't belong in the playoffs. But they are a good football team. And there's there's no denying it. And I just think it's like this Clemson is not beating them twice in a row in a row. I mean, I just think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a shootout. And Justin Fields is gonna do is gonna win it for them. I think Trevor Lawrence has a late interception or a late turnover. Ohio State capitalizes and Ohio State wins. And I'm I, I'm not. This is what I will not change my mind on. I just I, I agree. Um, I guess we'll just have to see. I guess we'll just have to see come January first. But you're 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 in the I minority am, when it comes I am. to. I'm used to that with my three. takes, but. <laughs> This is when I, I feel strongly on this one. I don't know why, but I feel very strongly on this. <laughs> so, Jack, any closing? I'm going so I then, Ohio then, State. I'm going 40, yeah, go ahead. 45-41, Buckeyes. That's really high scoring. Yeah, take that over. Oh, wow. Game. Okay. Yeah. So, Jack, any closing thoughts? Any anything else we need to talk about? Um, what's your uh, what's your score prediction, Alabama Notre Dame? Then, because if 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 you think everybody's looking over looking over Ohio State, well, do you think Alabama? Yeah, let's go back to 2014 when it was Bama and Ohio State in the semifinals. Everybody everybody talked about oh, this is going to be an easy walking game for Bama. And even I, I don't remember who I told this, I said, Bama can be overlooking this game. And Cardell Jones goes and, I mean, look, we know what, we don't know how that game ended. I don't even want to talk about it. Do I think we're overlooking them as fans? Yes. Is the team overlooking them? No. Nick Saban knows the story. He knows this, this, how this story plays. I'm going Bama 40, I'm going to go 42 to 24 Bama. Ian Book's a good quarterback. They're going to score him. I, yeah, that's a. Yeah, that's close to mine. I like that. Uh, we're going to score him. I mean, Clemson's backup quarterback scored 41 on him. We're going to score him with, with our Heisman. With our Heisman offense, we yeah, have three exactly. Heisman people on our offense. Let me ask you this. This is the first. We haven't even asked this to anybody yet. Mm-hmm. We got three guys running for the Heisman. Who's your Heisman pick? My Heisman pick is Devontae Smith. And I think it's I think it's clear I think it's clear cut that this uh the award is a quarterback award. It's been like that since I think the last Heisman uh non wide or non quarterback Heisman the winner was last non quarterback Heisman was it winner? Desmond Howard or am I wrong? No, we what? had it. We've had some running backs. Yeah, we've had yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry. The, I know that was the last yeah. wide receiver Heisman though. Oh yeah, running backs. Never mind, never mind. You're right about that. I was thinking I was thinking yeah. last uh, wide receiver Heisman winner. That was Desmond Howard. But um, so yeah, I think I think this year it's Devontae Smith. I think with, I think he leads Alabama football with touchdown receptions, 
of all time now. I think he's the best player. I think he's the best right. non-quarterback well, hey, it's in college football for 2020. Jack, we've enjoyed it. Um, hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. And uh, hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah. Bye. Merry Christmas. All right. And our next guest here, we have um, – you want me to call you John Snow or Bond Snow? Bond Snow is probably better. Okay, cool. Bond Snow, how you doing? How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. A little tired, but that's okay. We're I here. So, um, we've just been kind of going, you know, through the line here, talking to other friends and whatnot. Um, the college football playoff reveal earlier today, in your thoughts, the top four teams, do you agree? Do you disagree? And who are your top four? All right. I am I am very irate at these rankings, <laughs> but clearly number one. Uh, Clemson, after the thrashing they gave Notre Dame yesterday, I I could see them two or three, but the fact that they let Ohio State in with only six games is absolutely ridiculous. Like, there is – I don't know how they – justify doing that at all and then Notre Dame still being in after getting blown out the way they did yesterday also does not make any sense to me whatsoever especially because they put in the ACC all year which it's not that tough of a conference okay so yeah, that was something that I want to talk about because we haven't talked about yet. I know um, during the show with the reveal earlier today, they were talking about um, the strength of schedule is what kept Texas A&M out of the top four. But then they put in freaking Notre Dame who plays in the ACC. Like, I, I don't get it. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Notre Dame has the 68th uh, highest strength of schedule and Texas A&M had I feel like yeah. the reason that they didn't put A&M in is because they would have had to do it at four, and we already smoked them once during the regular season, so why would why would anyone want to watch that again? Type yeah, I thing. Think could have, my thing was, here's how I would have done it. This was would have been the top four, how it should have been. Alabama number one, obviously. Clemson number two. A&M number three. I'm sorry, they're undefeated. They played a damn good season. Cincinnati at number four. I I really wanted to see Cincinnati in just so that we could get some someone new in there. But here's here's my thing with Cincinnati. Join a real conference. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I, I Luke Fickle is a great coach, and. But at the same time, you need to join a real conference. They're not in a real conference. Notre Dame did what they should have done and joined a real conference for this season, and and they're in. And I think that's what uh, Cincinnati needs to do. And I think that's why they're not in because you can't tell me that Ohio State is one of those. I mean, I get it. Ohio State's a good team, and I'm going to make a bold prediction about them in a minute, minute that I've already made before. Oh, God. Um, But, like – I, you can't say somebody's the best team based on six games. My alma mater was undefeated six games in, but I'm not going to sit there and put them in the college football playoff. Right. I mean, you can't judge based off of four games when you played nobody 
And I mean, I mean, they played some good teams like Indiana. North, I mean, Indiana is a good team. Northwestern, uh, Peyton Ramsey, their quarterback really struggled. So Northwestern's not a formidable opponent. So like, I, I just don't see how Ohio State could have been in. And like I said earlier, Florida, Florida boat races, Ohio State and Notre Dame. And I think since a natty beats Notre Dame and gives Ohio State a close game. Oh, that this Florida team is the best three loss team I've ever seen. No doubt. Yeah. You know, they they overlooked they did a Pete Dan Mullen and overlooked LSU, which is something that Nick Saban would never do. If they beat uh LSU, we're not even having this discussion. Florida belonged in the playoffs, they beat LSU. They're a great team. Florida boat rate. Florida, I think, is a top four team. In all honesty, and I think they beat Ohio State because Kyle Traska and Kyle Pitts have a field day with Ohio State. Obviously, Florida's got no defense, but they'll win a shootout with Ohio State. Oh, and, yeah, especially if, if Fields plays the way he did this weekend. Yeah, and in Notre Dame, like Notre Dame, Notre Dame's not a top seven or eight team, in my opinion. Like Ian Book's a good quarterback. I'm I worry about what they can do. I I don't think Alabama and Notre Dame will be close, but I do think Notre Dame will score. They will be tough on offense. But like I don't think Notre Dame's a top eight, seven or eight team. I think, you know, Oklahoma, Florida, Georgia, all of those teams beat Notre Dame mm-hmm. and even possibly Ohio State. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Notre Dame's past performance too in the CFP has been beyond disappointing. Yeah, I don't understand why the committee doesn't weigh something like that at this point. Repeat teams, why at some point you got to start weighing this and looking at the trend and like, well, that's just that there there is no trend. Each season is supposed to be its own season, and this is why. Again, I've talked about it two or three times before. It's so subjective, it doesn't matter. It's like, what what are we going to go off of this year? So that's why I'll ask you the same question I asked Vinny. What do you think the committee looked at this year? Did they value the conference championship games more than the strength of schedule that they keep talking about or the eye test like what we saw with Ohio State? I So I think that they have been running heavily towards the eye test the entire season in terms of rankings uh, or since they started releasing CFP rankings but uh, I think that that's solely because of COVID and everything it's hard to get like an accurate measurement when you're missing players, missing games and it's difficult and so like I can understand why the rankings are kind of eh this year but at the same time come on man a six-team, a six-game team in the playoffs. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. I agree with you, especially the eye test with everything going on. Um, I mean, that just poses another question. I guess we could just keep going down rabbit holes. Should there have even been a college football season then this year? Like, what? I, I know that's a bit extreme to say because obviously, yes, as fans, we're going to want it. But I mean, you can't please everybody. But so many people are complaining that. Yeah, if this team didn't belong there because they didn't even play like a full a full season, then I I don't know. I don't even know what I'm getting at. The whole thing's just so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't so, what were you gonna say, Clark? So going into what the 
the, the, the games. Bama and Notre Dame, obviously, we all know how we think that's going to go. Give me your thoughts on that game and what you think happens. All right. I I think that we're going we're gonna to come out fast early and try and get at least 20-point lead on them before halftime. Mm-hmm. And, and Saban is just going to run the clock down in the second half and uh, manage time. So do you think we cover – Oh, yeah. I think we cover. All right. Uh, Clemson, Ohio State. Your pit? Uh, I got to go Clemson here just because of how rough fields looked against the mediocre Northwestern. Um, they're running back. I can't remember his name, but he carried that entire game. Like, he's had a rushing, single-game rushing yard mm-hmm. record for Ohio State. Um their defense was slow to wake up, and I they got away with it because it was Northwestern. But ETN and uh, Sunshine will set them apart if they play like that. Agreed. Clack, go ahead with your table Ohio take. State, Ohio State's winning the game. Ohio State's won the national championship. You, you think you think Ohio State's going to win it all? I, no, I'm not saying they won at all. I think Ohio, uh, State's, won, Ohio State's beating Clemson. They're going to go to the national championship. Yeah, I thought he said they were going to win the national yeah. championship. I was oh. like, <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I, I think Alabama wins the national championship because I think Ohio State takes out our toughest matchup in Clemson. I think Ohio State. I think in a shootout, give me. I think Justin Fields gets revenge. Trey Sermon. I mean, after what he did yesterday, can't doubt the guy. Ohio State is gonna is gonna have just enough in them to outsmart Brent Venables. Ryan Day's a great coach. They're gonna beat Clemson in the shootout. I, I think would, T-O has a. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence has a key interception late, and Ohio State beats Clemson, beats the Fighting Dabos. I I would love to play Ohio State in the Natty in any year but this one, just because I don't think they should be in the playoffs. Agreed. I, I, I think it happens. I, I, I think I'm taking Ohio State. Beat the brakes off OSU. I hate OSU. I agree, but they're, they're beating Clemson. No. I guess we'll have to wait and see, wait for New Year's. We will. Only two weeks away. So we'll, Only two uh, we weeks. Well, we appreciate you joining us. Any final thoughts? Yeah, do you have anything else to say? No, thanks for having me. I hope y'all are doing well. Um, keep up the good work. Will do. <laughs> Thank you. And y'all have, have a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us. You, you guys as well. I'll talk to y'all later. All right, so there you have it. Um, just something new and fun we decided to do, get a few people's takes. Hopefully it wasn't too repetitive um, with everything. Um also, Clack um, had some very interesting takes, so I'm excited to see how that plays oh, out. You do, you do. Um, so yeah, um, I, I still think Ohio State's beating Clemson. I think y'all are crazy for undermining uh, Ohio State, but we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll obviously have some more podcasts come out before the playoff. We got some interesting bowl games. Um, interesting fact I just saw a moment ago: LSU. Not in a, well. We obviously knew they were not in a bowl game, but. Imagine being the previous national champion and missing a bowl game. I mean, 
Couldn't be my school. Yeah, could yeah. could not be me. Um, but yeah, 12 SEC teams in bowl games. Oh, and people say we're not the best conference. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's funny. Yeah. Um, that, that's a funny one. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, obviously we've got a lot of bowl games, so we'll be back to preview some bowl games. Um, all, especially the SEC games and the New Year's Six games. A lot of good New Year's Six games as well. So yeah, it's been a very interesting show. We hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all have a very Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we're able to get one more podcast out before Christmas, but, um, things are crazy, so... We'll see what happens. Michelle, anything in closing? No, that's all I got. Merry Christmas, just in case. Y'all have a Merry Christmas, and we'll see y'all when we see y'all again. Or whatever.